Radio Frontier. Larson. Oh, he's in. Hendrik Larson. That is sensational. Lambert. Oh, what a way to settle it. Nakamura. It's Tom Rogge. This is Celtic Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at noticfaultclaims.com. Hello and welcome to Celtic Daft from Football Daft. Thank you very much for checking out the podcast. As always, I am producer Ryan and I'm joined by the main man. He was brought to tears this week with the Fitbar for the first time this season. It's Crystal. Chris, how you feeling, mate? Fucking amazing. Absolutely it's... amazing, mate. Honestly, what a feeling it was, wasn't it? I know it's only the League Cup. I don't know why, but it's, it's, I would say it's probably been my favourite ever cup that I've seen as winning. It's got to be. Uh, I, I mean, listen, we'll, we'll get into that game more in detail. We've actually got two games to talk about this week. Um, it'd, be, it'd be odd not to talk about Ross County last Wednesday. Um you know, we, we were going up there with quite a depleted squad, mate. Um, Nejota, Nekiogo, a few other guys get injured. Um, what was your thoughts heading up to Dingwall? It was always a tricky place to go, especially midweek. You know, it's always one of these kind of banana skin games for us going up there. You, you never quite know what's going to happen when you're heading up to, to Dingwall, especially during the week. I well, it's... That Dingwall and uh, the Tony Macaroni, are my two least favourite places to watch Celtic playing football. Aye. Honestly, I, I know we've been to Ross County a few downs over the years up there, but for some reason, for some reason, we never do it comfortably. Never. No. And sure, they beat us last season up there as well, you know, so it's a, it's, it's a really tough place to go, regardless of how well they play or they, they've been playing in the lead-up, you know what I mean? Aye, uh, it's one of them the grounds like you say. Actually, um, comparing it to the, the Tony Macaroni as well, it's quite. <laughs> Aye, I, I get what you mean by that. You know, every time I see us playing at these stadiums, it's never you can never relax. You know, we, we never just get a, a female victory. You know, down the road, it's always scrappy. It's always tense. You you're fighting for everything to the last minute. And and fair play to Ross County. You know, like Ross County are battling for everything just now down the bottom of the table. You know, they're they're. Malcolm McKay's got them playing relatively well, although the results aren't coming for them. They're, they're playing decent over the last few weeks. But we we go with a, a makeshift striker in this one, mate. Leela Bada starts up front for us um, in that kind of Kyogo position. Um, when I seen the team come out, mate, I shit myself when I seen this because I was like, we, we've we spoken about Abada on this this podcast so many times. I thought, I thought he was excellent against Ross County. I, I thought he was brilliant, mate. And he, he gets a, he gets a goal 21 minutes in. Good ball for scales as well on the on the left. Good ball in for him. Um, yeah, the, whole build up, the whole build-up to the goal was incredible. It was a great goal. I used to put it in for a couple of yards out, but the actual build-up itself was incredible, man. Mm-hmm. I thought Celtic pretty much controlled the full first half against Ross County and that seems to be something that's happening to us a lot we control the first half and then the second half it's I don't think it's us taking our foot off the gas I think it's fitness levels to be honest with you or it's maybe concentration levels or something right mm-hmm. but it's uh, 
the second half seems to be a, a tough slog every single week. We seem to be struggling at the minute to, to score goals. Um, I know we've said before that somebody's going to get a doing after us at this, this point, or in, in this season, sorry. You know, it's going to be an absolute doing for somebody. But until that point, we're, we're really struggling to kind of get that finishing product. You know, we're struggling to, to kill teams off and we've got all the chances. I mean, just look at the stats in this game just now, mate. Overall, we had 25 shots, eight on target in this game. You know, it was it was pretty much dominant, 75% possession. You know, we're dominating games. We just seem to be lacking something in that final third when we don't have Kyogo. There's one for you. Imagine four seasons ago is Lee Griffiths in that game. Oh, scoring goals for fun. Aye. It, it, it's, it's the same. It's the same with Kyogo, mate. You know, like as much as I'm saying, well, we're struggling yeah, with goals. I mean, you're saying that, like, we're, we're not even halfway through the season. He's got nearly twenty goals already. Aye. You know what I mean, so we are getting goals. Well, I think Rangers have got more goals than is in the league now, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. they've also played a game more as well. So I can double check that. I mean, we've got. This doesn't tell me. I'll, I'll check it properly, but. Um, we've got 28 goal difference we've got 27 so I don't know if... I could definitely get more goals than us then because aye. we've conceded three less right, so okay. aye, it's uh, it, they, they seem to be coming on to a game however I, I, this Celtic team have got something about them man and I know we're not converting all the goals but uh, sorry all the chances but we're still getting the chances and mm-hmm. you know what averages one or two are going to go in. So, aye, and, and that's the thing. Like I, I was saying there about the lack of goals, and I, I mentioned Kugo. Obviously, it, it's having that that striker. It's having that clinical striker up front that makes the difference for us. And we've only got one. You know, we've only got him just now. We don't have anybody else when he's injured or he needs a break or whatever, even to replace him in a game. So that's when we kind of we kind of lose that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but. I, like I said, mate, I've had a really good finish in this one. Um, we came back to bite ourselves in the arse once again for a, for a set play. Ross County equalised 57 minutes. Ball comes across. Jack Baldwin bundles it over the line. Um, I've said to you before, mate, on, on a show that I don't understand how we can have had so many different combinations of players, so many different managers over the years, over my years of watching Celtic. You've watched them for longer than me. We we can never defend set pieces. How can we not defend a corner? How how can that not be something that we just learn to do at some point? It doesn't it doesn't help matters when one of your centre halves can't really jump, and the other one when he does jump, he loses height somehow. Amazingly, <laughs> I mean, for me, I would much rather have Stephen Welsh in there. Mm. Uh, I think he's. Far, far more secure a player. Um, don't get me wrong, over the last few weeks, and I've said that before, Starfield had come on to a game, but he's he's a nervous wreck when it's a big game. You Aye. know, and I don't know if I would trust him in the 3rd of January. So, it's, like you're saying there, it, I think when somebody's like that, it kind of breeds a nervousness throughout that area of the park. You know what I mean? And it's... It's worrying because, like you said, you don't feel confident no matter who it is we're playing. If a mm. team get a corner or a free kick in the last third to the pitch, you genuinely think, right, well, they're going to score here. 
You know what I mean? It's you can you've kind of resigned yourself to the fact. Aye. Well, I mean, you you mentioned Starsh out there, mate. I thought he, he in this one he was having a, a no bad game. Um, I agree. Over the last few weeks, he's been coming on to a game for us, and I, I thought they were building quite a decent partnership. But the last few games, he's been a bit shaky at times. Not as much as people are giving him the, the amount of stick for. You know, people are saying, "I oh, shake, get rid of him, whatever." Blah blah. Like he's he's not been that bad, but he has got he's got a mistake in him, as we've always said. But then mistakes are now kind of starting to cost us a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get on to the one that he, he almost cost us in the, the cup final as well. So he's getting a bit ropey, so I don't know if it's worth taking him out. For a couple of games, let him reset himself about, put Stephen Welsh in, who's chomping it a bit to play, and, and see what him and, and Carter Rickers can do. Also, side note, for Carter Rickers, I think he's he's solid, mate. I think he's absolutely solid. I think he's a great player. Um, I've been really impressed with him every time I've seen him and wouldn't I know we mentioned last time if we would spend the money to, to bring him in going by previous performances mate I probably would 10 million behave yourself no no I wouldn't I wouldn't pay 10 million I wouldn't pay 10 million I'd pay I know they're looking for 6 up front and then bonuses I would try and get them for 5 I would try and get 5 million I'd be more than happy paying five million plus a couple of bonuses over the years if that's what they need to chuck in, you know, selling on bonuses and whatever. If America, if America win the World Cup. Yes, then they can go. They can go to somebody else for that point. Um but back to, to Starfield, mate, there was a a moment of madness from him. But before that, a moment of madness for the referee. Um ball gets lofted up, Starfield goes for a, a header, takes a clear elbow to the nose. Bust his nose open by all accounts. Um, he's on the floor. Referee waves play play on. He eventually the ball goes out of play. He's back up again, but he's, he's holding his nose and he goes down. As soon as the ball's out of play, he goes down and he's given the ref pelters. What was your thoughts on on this one for the referee? For me, I thought it was um it was dangerous for the ref. I think when somebody's taking a, a clear head knock and is down, the game should be stopped. From this Aye. point, but to give him a yellow card for having a go at the ref, I think that's really unfair. What do you think? It's it's all about whether or not you're talking about the letter of the law. You know what I mean? Because he does give the, the ref dogs abuse. And if he hadn't received the elbow before it and he just walked up to the referee and started shouting in his face like that, you would expect the referee to book the person. Do you know what I mean? You understand what Aye. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I do, but... There needs to be a, a modicum of common sense applied. Right, the guy's get blood pissing out his face. Mm-hmm. The referee can see it. He should be like, that. right, listen, I've clearly made a mistake here. I'm sorry. i never seen the incident, so I can't send the guy off. But, you know, I'm sorry for, for no blowing for it. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's lost in the game these days. There's a, I was watching something... Uh, in the English game, and one of the one of the ex managers says that he was shouting and bawling at the referee, and the referee just walked over and went like, "Listen, have you never made a mistake?" And it completely diffused the situation straight away. Right. You know what I mean? So it's there need, like I said, there needs to be a modicum of common sense applied to it. Right? It's it, it was a red card for me. Uh, you know, it's it's a red card. He's he's clearly his arms flailed. He's injured the guy. It's dangerous play, whether whatever way you look at it. The guy should have had a red card, but it's, I it's, 
I can understand why you're effed him, but you know, we better common sense needs to be applied. You know, I, I don't know, I didn't expect you to say that there. I actually don't think it was a red card. I don't think the boys meant, I've watched it so many times, I don't think the boys meant to do it. He's running backwards going for a header. He wins the header, you know, and, and his arm is actually by his side when he connects. It's just his body's moving. You know, Starfield's just put yourself in that line to catch one. So I don't think the boys actually meant it. So I don't... You know, so, I, I don't know. It's, no, you know, I, and I, also, I, also as well, see if you go back and look at it, Ryan. Mm-hmm. He, he, the guy kicks back at the same time. The guy right, actually, go, go, go and look at it, right? Watch the guy's left leg. He actually right, okay. kicks back at the same time. So in my opinion, he is trying to do him, in my opinion. But, you know, right. I'll, I'll probably catch Pelters for that. But if you actually watch it, go back and watch it, right? Watch the guy that's jumping backwards, his left leg. He actually tries to kick back at the same time. And it's a completely unnatural movement for how for how he's, he's like, like you say, he's like kind of flying backwards. Mm-hmm. You're flying backwards, why are you kicking back? You know, you're want you're wanting to try and land. <laughs> aye. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll go back and watch that then and see, but um I, I my initial reaction wasn't wasn't for a, a red card or even for a foul to be I think it's just one of these ones you need to just stop the game and, and see if Starfield's all right, do you know, when he's caught one right in the face like that. But a couple of minutes later, mate, moment of madness from him. Um he is it Reagan Charles Cook run down the line. He's lost him, and he, he just bundles him over just outside the box. It's it's clumsy from him. Um, the the question that I'm going to ask you though is is that a yellow card? Again, his arms are all over him. If you're going by the letter of the law, then I, you know, it, what I mean? it, it, go, it does go down very easily. It, it does mm-hmm. go down very easily. However, you know, it's it's a foul. You can't say that the hangs against Kyogo. And, a, and not saying that that's a foul. Oh, no, mate, blatant foul, blatant foul every single day of the week. Foul, but... then it's a button because his arms are all over him now. Right, okay, fair enough. Uh, I, I thought it was a bit harsh to, to get the yellow, to be fair. Very clumsy. Don't player. get me wrong, don't get me wrong. The referee, again, should exercise common sense, thinking, right, I've booked him for that. Aye. We'll keep the card in the pocket here. You know what I mean? It's it, it For me... It stinks who you're shouting at off you go. Aye, that's actually the next point I was going to make about it when I was saying it. I don't think it was a yellow. For me, it was that. It was, there you go, there's your moment to get him. I'm, I'm going to get him back now for shouting at me for, for that, um, which is which is pathetic. Yeah, it is pathetic. But um, So that's us, mate. We're down to 10 men. Ross getting there. We're, we're looking like we're dropping two points here. We're going to add time. Uh, we have chance after chance after chance. We've got a penalty claim very quickly for you. Was it a penalty? I don't remember. Remind me. Just before, just before the corner we got, when uh, McGregor's taking the shot and the boys turned. And nah, nah. Nah, not for nah, you? Nah, it's not really, no. He's, like, I, would, I would have went mental if it had been in the other box and they had to get a penalty, so nah. Fair. I, I, do, I, I do agree with you. I've seen a lot of pundits actually saying that it was, but I think the boys... The boys turn it to defend the shot. Do you know he's, he's not going well, to take I, one I, in the face. Exactly, you're at his arms. Like the way he's moving, they're not in an unnatural position. So no, nah, against, against his body, I know you can see this in the Dale's can, but they're kind of like that against him. He's turned. So mm-hmm. I, I think you know it's, it's fair game, fair game. But ball goes out, mate. Um, last chance. Turnbull whips the ball in. 
The ball gets headed back out, 96 minutes, hit the clock. Uh, McGregor out to Tam Rogic, pings it up. Who's there? The bricky. Back post, mate. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ralbo, back stick. Baby. What's he's in the boys having? You really do have to hodge your heart out off to him, man. He's fucking been unbelievable. He's not really put a foot wrong. He hasn't. And, you know, I, don't get me wrong, when I was watching um, the Ross County game, there was a there was a part where Juranovic got the ball and he is fast as fuck. Oh, uh, mate, you how fast he is, man. He is rapid, right? And uh, I would I would say, give it to him a shot, man. Ralston at right back and Juranovic at right, right-hand side. Right-hand side of the midfield. Like the, right, I'm in the wing. Aye, man. Definitely, because if it allows us to then, um, <laughs> I know you're going to have a go at me here, right? But if it allows us to get Mikey Johnson off the pitch, then you know we can we can switch the right hand side to the left hand side. But mate, um, why, I, you, why, why would you think I'd go at you for that, man? The guy's nonsense. Because you you've said to me a few times. <laughs> I always, always coming on to a game, but no, 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 no. What I've said was I've gave him credit for the games that he has played well in, you know, and when he has had a, a half decent game. Um, I did say though that he's a type of player that needs a, a run of games to find mm-hmm. out if he is up to scratch or not. You know, to, he needs that run of games. Um, right. for me, he's had them and he's done. You know, he, he's had that run of games. He's offering absolutely nothing to to the team just now. He's he's. Skillful, he can skin a couple of guys, but he never really does it. He, he, he cuts yeah. inside too much, he blasts it out of the bar, he'll foil his own feet. You know, I, I don't know what's going on with him because we've seen in previous years with Mikey Johnson, um, we'll go back to the goal in a second, but we've seen for previous years with Mikey Johnson that he has he has got it. You know, he's got something there. You know, I, I'll take you back to the Rens game when he, when he skinned four boys and bloated one right past the goalie. You know, that was a a brilliant bit of football, brown bit of skill, but he's got that in his locker. But he just seems to not be doing it. I don't know if it's, I don't know if he's no suited to being out in the wing and having to cut inside. Is he is he maybe better through the middle in that kind of turnbull position? You know, driving at people and being and that not not out of way. I, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with him. To be fair, mate, but he's been he's been hopeless recently. Um, so if I if I allows you, Stephen. Move a bad over onto the left, and we've got Juranovic and Ralston on the right. I think that would that would be a a much better setup for us now while mm. Jota's out. You know, but it's I, getting back to what you're saying there, Ralston. It's you know what he, he is a sort of I don't know who it was that he'd say that. I think it was maybe Ange who'd say that he's a sort of player that would run through brick walls for you. And you know what he's even his reaction for Kyogo's. Uh, second goal in the mm-hmm. cup final, he's he's died in the wheel, isn't he, man? He's a he's a he's one of us. Which is, do you know? It's something we always love, though. You know, like a player who is one of us. You know, you look at. I mean, the most notable one recently is Kieran Tierney. You know that that's why we love Kieran Tierney because he was just one of us, but he was also brilliant. And I, see, I'm not saying that Ralston's anywhere near Kieran Tierney level, but he's that same type of person. If the performances start going well for him, and he and he keeps this up, and he becomes a he becomes a cracking player, you know, he gets more solid at the back, he gets more solid going forward. If they continue 
the way they're going just now, he's going to be people's favourite player because he's, he's got right. that kind of affiliation with, it, with the fans. You know, like like I say, he's got a long way to go, I think, to get anywhere near Kieran Tierney's level. So th- there's no comparison between the two. But in terms of passion for Celtic and love for Celtic and that connection with the crowd, I think there's no there's no better in the team, I don't think. You know, I think so. I would probably say you're doing James Forrest a bit of a disservice, but, aye, but I, can under, I can understand your point. Uh, James Forrest, he's never really been everybody's favourite player. But do you know what's going to put it over the top for Ralph and the fact that it's pure hard work that's got him to where he is? He's no exceptionally skillful. He's not got blistering pace. He's, he's, do you know he puts me in mind of me? And I don't know if you'll remember as, as clearly as I do. He puts me in mind of Peter Grant because okay? Peter Grant was, was never the most technically sound player. He was, he never had a, a, a great final ball or anything like that. He just dug in and he'd done everything to the best of his ability. And he was just a totally fucking. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a word for reliable. What's it? What's it? Aye, reliable. I can say aye, that. Aye, reliable. Reliable. But he's, uh, aye, he puts me in mind of Peter Grant. And like you said, my, Peter Grant was my dad's favourite player because, because you actually see exactly what you've just said there. Because he's, it's pretty much he's come through against the odds kind of thing. You know, because he's not get the talent of Kieran Tierney. But he's got the heart, you know, so that, that gets him through. And do you know what? More power to him, man, because he's been brilliant and, and he deserves his place in the team. Like when he went out injured there for a while, I was like, oh, no, I think that might be it. If we put Juranovic in there at right back, uh, Ralston might not be able to get his, his spot back. But you know what? When he's called upon, he's coming, he's coming in and he's doing the job. and like I say, he's more powerful, man. I hope long may continue. Good stuff. So, that's us, mate. We get a win, 2-1, down the road. Um, scrappy, like we said, you know, we had to fight for it. But every every win at this point in the season, before this whole firm game in the second, is crucial for us. You know, keeping as close to Rangers as we can, that was a game that people are saying... That's a title winning goal, you know, like fair enough, they're a bit early, but it's the type of one that you look back on when you win titles and you go, that was a turning point. That was where we ground it out. That's where we got it. You know, plenty can still happen, obviously, between now and then, now and the end of the season, but it, it did seem like a big moment. I think it, it was somebody messaged me afterwards and saying, we don't win that game if it's no for Ange and, and his, his mindset and what he's instilled in these players and he's, what is it you said? Philosophy, his ethos. His like, ethos, mate. Like, <coughs> if he if he's no instilled that in the players, they don't go to the very end. They weren't doing that last season. They weren't going to the bitter end, to the last kick of the ball. You know, absolutely battering Ross County. So, all here with him as well, mate. Like, he's he's done something really well with his this group of players, and he's he's got them feeling confident, and and hopefully that result. It's just going to spur us on in the league for the rest of the season and, and keep them that momentum going with a depleted squad as well. You know, with Jota or Kyogo in there, so. You know, like you're saying there, man, you don't realise quite how much you miss Kyogo until he comes back. You well, know what I mean? 
Moving very swiftly on then, mate, you don't realise how much you miss Kyogo until you're on the select bus, on your way to Hamden, quarter to two, on Sunday, the team comes out and the bus erupts because there he is, starting up front in the cup final, Kyogo. Mate, what were you thinking when when you seen him? Was it you that sent me the photo of him leaving the team hotel? Was it somebody else? No, it was somebody else. There was a, I'll, I'll send you the photo just for reference later on, but there was a, a photo of him basically leaving uh, the team hotel with the squad like an hour before the team had come out and it was doing the rounds and people are going oh fuck he, he, is he playing is he playing is he there for like is he there to be part of the squad is he there to keep his spirits up or whatever no quarter to two there he is on the team sheet what were you thinking when you seen him mate, announced honest to god uh, what you sent me the, the team sheet and you said five million underneath it right and Keen went like that to me, Dad. Have you seen the starting line? I see his eye range just sent me, and Keen went like that, five nothing. So <laughs> I, I've said to myself, Well, I better put that bet on. And I'll tell you, that's my donation to Skybet made for the month. <laughs> I but uh, when I when I seen that Kyogo was playing, mate, I was absolutely buzzing. And, you know, I, I had a feeling that Sunday was going to be a it was going to be a, a big day. I had a feeling, man. And when that got announced, <laughs> and stupidly, I seen that Kyogo was playing a check to bench for Jota. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. I just in case. But I, I was I was buzzing, I was really excited, man. And you know, it was like a it was like an old cup final for back in the day. It was it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't the most amazing game of football, but you were just wrapped up in it, man. The second half is unreal, man. Aye, I think it, as much as you're saying it wasn't the best game of football, see if I was a neutral, I would have really enjoyed that game, I think, because I watched it back. I think I actually would have really enjoyed watching that game because it was, it wasn't quite end to end in the first half. It was it was mostly Celtic, you know. I know I was doing this kind of look at the stats and stuff like that, you know, with 17 shots on, tar- on, on goal the whole game. Uh, sorry, 17 shots, four on target the whole game. You know, it, it was a fairly dominant performance from us. Again, the first half was quite... Could have went either way. The first half, I, I think, going in now, now, at halftime was was pretty fair, mate. But second half, you know, we're, we're five minutes yeah, in. I, mean, I, I, need, I need to touch on something in the first half, right? Now, Go for it. Everybody was saying how that... that uh, when Greg Taylor went down in the box... It wasn't a penalty, it wasn't a penalty, he's hardly touched on his hands. Go back and watch it again, he stands on his ankle, hmm. right? And no, none of the pundits and none of the commentators or anything like that actually mentioned that. Now, he stands on his ankle, it's a penalty, all day long, it's a penalty. Don't get me wrong, the one on Portis in the second half is a stonewall penalty for Hibs as well, yeah. right? But if we get that penalty and we go in at half-time one nothing, it's a completely different game. You know what I mean? So uh, anybody that's moaning about the Port Ace one needs to go back and have a look at the Greg Taylor one and watch the defender's feet because he stands on his ankle. And that's why Taylor goes down holding his ankle and nobody's bothered their arse mentioning it. Aye. I think I had, I had the scene, obviously, because I was the opposite end of the ground, so I couldn't actually see properly. But you text me saying that's a penalty. So I had to obviously wait until I get back. And I agree with you, mate. It's still more. You know, they, they did touch on it very, very briefly. On the, the highlights that I watched, I don't know if it was a different kind of highlights, but they did say they're like, 
or potential penalty in there, but what a, what a header that was for Starfield. That could have been anywhere. It was very quickly brushed over. I'm like, no, go back. <laughs> like, no, no, don't get me wrong. They, caught, they mentioned that there, there could have been a penalty, but they never mentioned the fact that he stands on his ankle. They, right, they but, think that he's down push. because the guy's put his hands on his back. Which, right? by the way, it's still a penalty. Well, mate, it's no. If you'd have got a penalty against you for that, you'd want to do karate on the referee, you know what I mean? But Aye, it's, but when you look at the act, now, don't get me wrong, it happens in a flash as well, so I can understand why the referee's not seen it. But the fact that none of the fucking pundits or anything like that have mentioned it, mm. you know what I mean? They've money for all drop. So that's a podcast game, mate. <laughs> um, right, so we got in half-time, not an each, mate. Quite, a, quite an even game up until that point. Um, we come out second and a half, five minutes in. It happens again. A corner, the ball yep. comes in, back post, Paul Hanlon bundles it over again. It's just poor defending. What is going on? Mate, Starfield was a mile off it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right, for the whole game, by the way. Anytime he, looked, he had the ball, it looked as if he, he, his legs were about to collapse. It was dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Now, Michael Stewart called it out throughout the whole game. He's like, look at it, it's amateur defending. See at this corner. Go back and watch it again. If In fact, you'll, you'll have seen what I'm going to say anyway. Mm-hmm. Hanlon gets about a five-yard start on him. Right? And that's Starfield's man. Now, see when Hanlon headers the ball, Starfield's a good three or four yards behind him. Now, I don't know who has taught this guy to defend, but See whoever it is at Celtic that's, that's doing the coaching for the defensive side of the game. Ange needs to get rid of them and he needs to bring his own guy in mm-hmm. because that it's been going on for far too long, right? What you said. It is, it, it's so strange, you know, like I, I've obviously mentioned before that uh, how we always seem to, to lose goals for corners or free kicks and, and whatever, but see when it's starting to cost you like properly cost you goals in big games just now and you, it's it's amateur stuff you know it's not even like oh the guys beat them to the head and it, fine whatever that happens in football but see when you've got that total lack of defensive fucking guile about you to, to watch where he's going just watch him man that's all you need to do like I, I could see it I could see him running run and I literally was like oh fuck here we go like this, this is going to be it this is a goal and sure enough there it was it went in um Aye, I, I'm with you, mate. I thought Starfield had a very, very poor game at the weekend. Um, overall game, you know, there was a few times where the ball, he was, his feet, he was shaky. We'll, we'll discuss the the moment later on when we discuss Joe Hart's performance um, of how he kind of saved. Aye, from when Starfield tried to make a run into the, into the hips half and he got dispossessed and your man uh, Nisbet Aye. went through. Aye, that's right. That was fuck me. Honestly, Aye. Ryan, that what is he trying to do there? What what it's, is he trying to do? It's just when the ball comes over and you're just like he, he's trying to kind of boot it back and he, he just completely misses the ball and like he does that kind of swing round <laughs> and has to track himself back. He then gets back. Well fuck it, we'll discuss it now. He gets back. Nisbet's ran down. I'm I'm thinking, okay, he's back in position, no ball. He turns him again. He's like, like he wasn't there, you know, and and all credit to to Joe Hart. What an 
outstanding save. You know, he sees that danger. He's straight off his line, making himself big. There's no space for Nesbitt to get past him. Um, um, it makes a crack and save it for a, for a throw-in. But, but Starfelt, mate, it, that could have... At that point, it was 2-1. You know, that could have that could have crippled us. You know, that, that's the type of one that... Ryan, go, that's the type of mistake that then defines your season. Aye. You know what I mean? Say, like, he, they score there and him scoring worth the cup. The heads are down. The axes are out for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just... I don't know... I don't know what Anne sees in him that he doesn't see in Stephen Welsh. I, I really don't. I, I think yeah. Welsh is a much... More solid defender, and like I say, I know Starfield's had a few good games recently. I just feel more confident with Welsh at the back than I do with him. And also, see if Welsh is playing and he's in the position for the headers, that's two goals as well. Aye, like the, totally. the headers that Starfield missed. What is he trying to do? He's always trying to do is he's to he's try glance at me. He's no, he's trying to put the fucking shoulder, the, the neck muscles right into it. Mm-hmm. He's keen at Lanny Raymond, you know what I mean? Like you used to do when you were playing crosses down the park with your mate. For, for me, both of them, obviously first and second half of Starfelt, I felt like he was he's made that run to the front post and not really knowing where the goal was behind him and just mm-hmm. hoped that he can just hope they can flick something. You know what, Ryan, I know what you're saying, but see, the first thing you're taught as a defender and a striker is the goals don't move. Mm-hmm. The goals are always where we are, right? So no matter where you are, in the park, you should know where the goals are because they don't move. Right, so, I I don't know, I, I actually say to my mates, I was like, it's as if he's an undercover agent today. He's deliberately missing headers, he's fucking letting folk go through it. It was, like, uh, it was, it was the most defensively SIBO performance I've ever seen. Defensively SIBO. That's class, actually. I'm going to use that one for now. Um, right, so... That's the uh, the bad bit over of the day, mate. Let's let's not be too down on this game because it was a, a fantastic game. Um, we, we lose the goal. Hibs go 1-0 up. We're a bit deflated at that point. You know, it's been kind of going our way. That happens and we're like, this is going to be one of these fucking days. I will def- deflate it for 14 seconds, mate. Mate, I didn't even have time to go. Ah, for fuck Go. <laughs> it was... Ball comes back, played over the top. Kyogo, mate, once again, we've, we've sang his praises all the time. He plays on that shoulder. He must be an absolute nightmare to defend against because nobody knows where the fuck he is at any point. What a touch he's taken. One touch, out of his feet, buried it. What a goal. Aye, that's... I'm going to use a phrase here. And I'll, I'm, again, I might get pelters for it, but I'm not saying he's a world-class player. But that was a world-class goal. See the, the control and the finish. Goalie's a wee bit suspect, I feel, but still, um, he's maybe. Like I say, it's a great goal. So the the goalie's maybe not expecting it at all. He's probably not expecting him to fucking control that for a start. Aye. Do you know what I mean? So he's probably been thrown off by it. But mate, unbelievable. Well, I Absolutely. think the goal. The goalie's thought he's going to be going across goal because that's actually where more space is. So he's went and he's no, he's, he's went, he's went near post. He's put it in a smaller space, which which is probably why the goalie's thought, oh fuck. <laughs> you can see him turn around going, he's bloody done me there. He's done me. He's put it in a bloody corner. Um, and off he goes, man. It was, you could barely see it on the telly um, because of the, the smoke that was coming. 
which was fun. Um, but I honestly, like, I was in line with that goal. That's where I was sitting. I was in the Rogic corner, mate, and I could just see the ball coming over. And I thought, fuck, he's got that. And then Reyes controls it, buries it. And I'm like, I, I, I waited for a second, looked at John Beaton to go, he's going to chop this off. And he did they? And I was like going bananas, mate. It was a great finish. Unbelievable. Mate, have you seen the video for the Hibs in? Aye. Brilliant. But have they're you seen all, the... they're all dancing and singing and all that and then just stop stone dead. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the one with the, the countdown timer on it? No. They put the, the, the wee countdown kind of... It's like fucking... That is exactly the time it took for it to happen. Um Aye, I've, I've got it somewhere, I'll ping you. Um, so, one each, mate, we're back in the game again. We went out for very long and then get a free kick on the right-hand side. A bad that goes down, bit of a clumsy challenge for you. I think it was Paul Hanlon in the back. Um, they're running back, mate. And two unbelievable players, Kyogo and Tam Rogic. Now, mate, I've sang I've sang Tam Rogic's praises on this show so many times, and I always will. I think when he's playing well, he's one of the best players in Scotland. I think he pings this ball over the top. Actually, do you know what? I'm not going to do it. Chris, talk us through this finish for you. How were you feeling when you've seen this goal for Kyogo? I actually, I was see the way the house is set up now because we're just like, trying to get moved in and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the edge of my bed watching it and I nearly fucking went through the telly when he scored it and I, for the first time in my, my life I think ever I shouted oh yeah beauty when he scored it <laughs> rather than just shouting yeah but uh, I Kean was, was in the toilet and missed it oh. so, so I'm shouting on him ah Kean hurry up you need to see that school you need to see that school and he came in and he's like oh, alright and turned and walked away. I could have strangled him, man, honestly. But it was. <laughs> what? Mate, Wayne's, are, Wayne's don't give a fuck about Scottish football anymore, man. It's all, Long man. Man, you, Man City, Liverpool, or that. That's it. That's it, man. It's a shame. But, you know, it's a, it was a great goal. And the pass for Rogic is just, again, world class. Mm-hmm. Two world class goals, I think. And, and the Scottish Premier Sports Cup final. Do you know it's one of them one of them goals? See when you watch it back, man, you see Kyogo. He's just he's got something different about him, doesn't he? He's just got a, a little bit of skill different to anybody else, mate. You know, like to see that ball coming over, he takes one look at a goalie, sees he's coming out, and he's like, I know where this is going. Buff. One touch mate, over him. He's is he the best since Larson? I was discussing this at the weekend. I think he's got every every skill set to be as good as. See if he stays for a long time, whereas which doesn't happen in in football anymore. You know, nobody stays at a club for for years. Yeah, now. Like my mate, like my mate says, it seems as if we're going to sign half of Japan in the in the transfer window. So it might he might feel more at home when he's got more Japanese people run about him. He might, but if he keeps going the way he's going, mate, somebody will buy him for twenty million. Have you have you seen his Instagram and stuff like that? Aye, aye. Living in Glasgow, so he does. I think, aye. He might he might love that. He might love to stay in Glasgow and play with Celtic for the rest of his career. But you know, I I think football money talks, doesn't it? You know, if somebody comes in next season for Kyogo after he scored 
75 goals a season and they pay 30 million for him, then we're pretty much fucked. Do you know what I mean? He's going to go. But I think it's tough to say that that best is lasting because we, we thought it with Dembele, we thought it with Edward, now we're thinking it with Kyogo. However, I think Kyogo might have the best case for it. In all honesty, I think he's got he's got the ability and that skill set. I've got a soft spot for Dembele, mate. Oh, so far, so far. But I, I think Dembele and Larson were very different, whereas I think Kyogo and Larson could be very, very similar in terms of what they do. Dembele was great overall. He's, he's link-up play, he's hold-up play, scoring goals as well. But I think Kyogo, as an out-and-out fucking finisher from every angle, every touch he takes, man, gain defenders... Nightmares every single weekend. I think, I think he could be me. I think he could be up there with, with one of the best that we've ever had. In all, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Eh? You started it, mate. You got me going. I asked you a question, Ryan. I asked you a question. I, I knew you meant, mate. I knew what you meant, mate. I can read you Aye. like a book. Um, Spud book. <laughs> mate, that weekend was a big Spud book, mate. Um, so that's us, mate. We we win the cup. We we gone. We left it. Ange, one trophy, one attempt. Does it? You know, doesn't take him nine attempts for a trophy. Um, it it does it, mate. How were you feeling when you seen Ange just holding that trophy, mate? What was your emotions like? Honest to God, man. See when the final whistle went, mate. I was a I was a disgrace. I, I actually had to leave the room. Uh, to keep up my manly facade. You know, I mean, I had to leave the room. I, it's, it was an emotional one, mate, because I think it, it's the first one since my dad's passed away. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And same for yourself, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, but... Uh, <laughs> I, mate, it was amazing, honestly. It was absolutely amazing. It really was. It's a... Uh... A rebuild season, which is what everybody's calling it. We've called it that, a rebuild season. We come into this season expecting nothing. Um, I quickly changed that when I seen how we were playing. You you stuck to it, mate. You stuck to, your, I'm expecting nothing this season and we'll see what happens. I'm expecting nothing. You know, I'm not getting myself excited. But it's now December. Andrew's got his first trophy. Celtic will get their first trophy in, in, in two seasons now. Is that the thing that's going to kick us on, mate? You hope and and uh, just spur uh, on this team. I hope so. I do hope so. I think uh, I'm I'm still trying not to get too ahead of myself because uh, what was I watching? The new the new Spider Man movie. I expect disappointment, and then I'll never be disappointed. So if I can keep my head level with that and I can only be, I can only have pleasant, pleasant surprises along the way, shall we say? Very, aye, okay, mate, fair enough. Don't believe you. I ain't inside you're doing cartwheels, mate, but whatever. Like I said before, I've got the feeling that it's going to be a special season for us. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I have the feeling now that might be two cups. Do you know what I mean? That Rangers might still win the league, but in my opinion, if we end this season. Even like, even if we end this season with one trophy, it's something that it's a it's an improvement on last year. 
Aye. And as long and as I've said as well, as long as Andrew's still the manager at the start of next season, then I think we can consider this season a success. Because the fans have bought into him, the fans love him, man. You know, they do. And like you say, seeing him holding the cup, do you know what it's like? I don't know what it's like. (laughs) It's a moment, isn't it? Aye, it really is. You know, it's a a statement. It's a statement. And people can say, aye, it's the League Cup, it's the Daddy Cup, it's this, it's that, it's whatever. At the end of the day, every team in the Scottish League was involved in that cup and we won it. Yep. So it's a it's a it's a victory. It's a moral mate, victory and it's a it's an actual fucking victory. Aye, mate, the only people who, who think that cup is a Diddy Cup are the people who don't win it. And that's that's the thing. Anybody who who follows a team knows fine well. And, and that, that actually sounded like a wee dig at Rangers there. It actually wasn't, because I think Rangers fans are probably the same as us. You know, every cup is, every cup's a cup, you know, like, and Especially, you really need to remember is they've not won a trophy for going on 12 years. Aye, exactly. You know, you know like, what I mean? So it's, well, 11 years, sorry. Yeah, that's a long time for Rangers, uh, Rangers fans to go without, you know, a cup final success. And regardless, like we said before, People might talk it as a as a lesser competition, but see when you win it, you still go out and celebrate with your mates and that and go and have a pint and you have a great day and you love watching the game and it's still even though it's not the Scottish Cup or not the League Trophy, it's still you're still watching your team lifting a trophy and it's that's important. Right. You know? I mean, without without League Cups, Rangers and Celtic wouldn't be able to say that they've got over a hundred trophies. You know? So Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an important it's an important part of a season and let's put it this way as well Ryan you can't even a treble without it so well that was going to be my point you know you, everybody strives for that treble but if you if you class one and it was a Diddy Cup then is a treble that important you know exactly of course it's important every trophy is important um, so aye it's not a Diddy Cup we've won it again Ange gets first trophy mate I, I said there about it being a moment for Ange I think it is a, a massive moment because he, he came in. I seen a, a video the other day. It was Alan Brazil on, on Talk Sport. And it was, I don't know if you've seen it, it was the day that Celtic applied for permission for Ange to coach in Europe. Mm-hmm. And Alan Brazil basically was going, Oh, what is this? I, I'm not, I need to read this. Celtic applied for, for some whatever exemption for Ange Postacaglu. But look, what, how do you even say that name? Like, what is going on? This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. And Ali McCoy's just pissing himself laughing. He's like, oh, I hate to wallow in your pity, mate, but I'm loving every second of this. Like, I think, see, looking back to that moment there and everything that people were saying about Ange coming in and the slaggings we took for going for an unknown guy for Japan, the fact that he's been in the door five months and he's lifting his first trophy in a cup final at Hamden, I'm just like, do you know, fair fucks to you, Ange. You know, fair fucks to you, mate. Like for for what you've done for, and not just for the club, but for United fans as well. You know, we were so distant for for this club last season. You know, I I was I was done with them to the point where you're considering you're considering renewing season tickets. You're considering everything you're doing. You know, am I going to put money to this club again? And and he comes in and you take the risk and and it it pays off when you get moments like that at the weekend. You know, and I'll not be the only person thinking that. There'll be so many folk in the same boat going. Thank God, you know, there was four years that used to go to games. 
two of them didn't renew their season tickets and they won't admit that they're they're sick now that they gave it up but but they are they're, they're very much like um oh no 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 I'm I'm fine I'm fine but you're you're, you're sick you know because you've gave it up thinking that Ange was going to be a joke and you didn't give him the support and, and look what's happened mate you know he's he's united the fans again aye you're right you're right what you're saying there mate but uh, remember John Barnes and Kenny Dalglish won the league cup. Oh, for fuck's sake, Chris, come on. <laughs> no, I've just I gave a big emotional speech here about uniting the fans and you've brought them to it at the table. That's exactly why I've done it, just to wind you up. <laughs> no, I fully agree in everything that you say. Every Everybody that supports Celtic is pulling in the same direction. Nobody wants rid of Ange. Everybody's happy with how things are going. We're, we're seven points behind Rangers with a game in hand, right? Nobody sees that as an insurmountable gap. No. So, you know, I think January is going to be huge. I, I really do think it's going to be huge. Not just the the Celtic Rangers game. I'm talking about the transfer window. Rangers have lost that case to Sports Direct yesterday. It could end up costing them millions and millions. You know, that, that could affect whether they need to sell players. You know, it, I think January's going to be huge for Scottish football. Well, huge for Celtic and Rangers. I think the rest of Scottish football don't really give a fuck. But um, it's definitely going to be a big, big uh, transfer window. Mate, we move on then. You know, the season keeps rolling on. We move on to Wednesday night. We're away to St Mirren, quarter take kickoff. Just very briefly, what are you thinking ahead of this one? You know, St Mirren... <sighs> It's a game we should be winning. You know, they're sitting ninth in the table just now. You know, should we pretty much be dealing with them? No bother, do you think? We away. We're away. Again, it really all depends. It, it depends. See, if Celtic can get the first goal, then, you know, it could end up a cricket score. But like I said, um, uh, I think somebody at some point is going to get a, t- a tank in our Celtic. So, just hope we can hold it off until the second of January, but it's. Uh, I think we should. It, like you say, it's on paper. It's a match we should win. St. Mum haven't been any great shakes recently, but does that have a, affect teams when it comes to playing Celtic and Rangers as well? Do you know what I mean? They, it, they could be having the worst form ever, and then they seem to magically turn up on that date. Nice. So, uh, I will wait and see, but. You know, if, if we can get a, a quick goal, then it could open the floodgates. Aye, fingers crossed, mate, fingers <laughs> crossed. So there's no no real news, I don't think, this week then. As I talk about, other than that, we, we cleared up some of the, the transfer rumours last time we done the show. Um, yeah, I'll tell you this now. But, I went and had a look at Maeda, right, like, on his YouTube videos and stuff like that. I was going to say, you got a fight? Mate, have you seen this guy? I uh, mate, I, I'm I'm buzzing. I cannot wait. He is unbelievably quick, mm-hmm. unbelievably quick. Um, looking at it <laughs> on the YouTube videos, he actually looks like he might be faster than Didier the Gat was, and that and the style of football that we play could be terrifying. For opponents, Aye. terrifying. So, it, fingers crossed, we get the we get the uh, the deal done for him because I think he would be a revelation in Scottish football. He looks like a terrifying wee bastard, doesn't he? 
he looks, uh, he looks, he doesn't look like he can't fight Ryan, put it that way. Aye, um, exactly, mate, exactly. Uh, so, basically, if we get that deal done, I think that's going to be a huge stringer. But also, I think we need to look at um, centre mids as well, because, like, see, with the greatest respect to Nier Beaton, who has been really quite solid when he's came in, um, I don't think he's the he's the answer in there. Like when you lose a tumble, who's got the ability for that final ball, that's not something that Beaton brings to the game, you know. So I, I don't know, mate. I I, I I actually disagree with you. I I said to the, the boys in the pub the other day, and I, I shared a tweet about it as well. Send you the tweet if I see it again. You know, under Ange the. The form that Beaton's been in under Ange since he's moved back into the, the kind of set of the park, I think he's been incredible, mate. And I thought he well, was brilliant when he came I, on no, the weekend. I, as well. I, thought, I think he's been really good, but I think we're, we're pretty bare bones in that department. You know, if, Aye. so it's, you know, we could be, I, I don't think Beaton, I don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I don't think Beaton's the answer. What I'm saying is, I don't think Beaton is who Ange would have in there if he had the option, you know, so... Aye, aye fair, fair. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that that's a position that we need to look into as well. And and we're going to need to have a look at some central defenders as well, I think, and potentially a left-back. So, you know... Well, apparently one of the Japanese boys the Japanese is a left-back. Is it, is it so, or something? I think his name is. We'll see We'll see what January brings, hopefully. They open the checkbook. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of... If, if purely a business point of view as well, there's a lot, a lot of money to be made. Uh, so, you know, it's time that we, we've done a bit of speculating to try and bring that in. So that's it for another episode of Celtic Daft Chris. Thank you very much for joining me again to talk about Celtic, League Cup final, champions, and first trophy. What a time. What a time, mate. It's going to hopefully kick on the rest of the season. You're back on Friday with the main show. Be Christmas party going on with the boys? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Possibly. Hopefully they turn up with their panel tits on. Geezer, well, geezer you've, got, you've got to be careful. Why don't you join us as well? I fully intend to, mate. I fully intend to be there on, on the show this week, so we'll see what happens. Um, then the show will be off for two weeks for, for Christmas, but we might still do Celtic Daft, mate, in between. We'll see how we feel, see how the game is going. If we lose, then we'll know do it, but if we win, then we'll do it, right? Correct, yep. And we'll maybe we'll maybe chuck in a wee, a wee pre-old fun one as well, if we, if we get a chance to do A pre-what? Sorry, pre-Glasgow Derby. Pre, yeah. Pre-Rangers game one. Um, all right, right, Crystal, thank you very much, mate. You're very welcome, mate. It's been a pleasure and God bless you. Hey, well, son. <laughs>